Up next, we'll be talking to Knights football head coach, so you don't want to miss this. NFL, we got the Chiefs already clinching, the Saints clinching. What's going to go on? The Eagles benching Carson Wentz for a rookie for that game, but we'll be right back with more. Yo, Coach hey. Morton, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Mike? Not bad, not bad. Welcome, welcome back again, you know, to the audio version of, of the podcast. Um, figured maybe we could jive out some NFL, man. What's going on with, with, with you today? Not, not much. Just got done uh, working. So uh, I'm home finally. Christian McCaffrey still hanging around the NFL, huh? He said he's dealing with a, with a thigh injury now. Yeah, he's been, uh, this year he seems like he's been injured quite a bit. Um, knocked him out for a little while, but, you know, when he's not in the game, they miss him. You can see the difference with Carolina. Uh, speaking, you know, uh, jumping over to New England, I think this game coming up this week, I mean, they, I think they could beat the Rams. The Rams have a team with not much identity this last season. Yeah, I mean, they need, in order to try to make a playoff push, which everybody's probably surprised right about now. Um, I think they're going to struggle. I don't think they uh, – I think the Rams are too good for them right now. Well, you see Cam Newton and his wide receiver struggles, but I like Cam Newton, and I say that um, I don't think he's the issue. I think for the money, you got to keep Cam Newton around another year, but – well, Some I people mean, say that you can that they can go after Wentz. Well, I don't know if Wentz is the is the answer either, but um, I mean, if you look at the games that that are being played, he's he's a he's a runner. You, you've got a glorified running back back there. He's not really doing anything in the passing game to help you. Uh, he does, you know, present a threat with uh, his feet. But he's not—he's not scaring anybody with his arm. So until he does that, he's not going to be a complete quarterback. And it's a shame because you know he went to the Super Bowl, then he got hurt a few times, so he was out out of football for about oh, a year, year and a half. Then he comes to—he comes to New England. COVID comes out for a couple of weeks, and now he's trying to, you know, come back from that. He struggled, and you know, I don't know, maybe, you know. Just not his time. Maybe, maybe the fit in New England's not for him. Maybe. Are you surprised to see Kansas City clinch a playoff berth already? No, no, no. They're just they're dominant right now. They, um, I mean, they did struggle against Denver, but they, uh, they're dominant offensively, defensively. They're good. Um, I know my Raiders beat them. The only team to beat them in the NFL. Just saying. But there are some... <laughs> <laughs> you like that little plug. Um, New England just... had their way with them too until the garbage time to the last quarter. I mean, they lost. That's it. They, yeah, that's yeah, they lost. Eleven yeah. and one, though. I see. They listen. They're good. They're a top-notch team offensively. They seem hard to to stop. You know, it's they got so many weapons, and Patrick Mahomes is is really good. And he's got some good weapons, good offensive line. So they're gonna be like tough that. to beat. You know, Pittsburgh. Look at Pittsburgh. They just they just lost to the Redskins. Washington. Yes, Pittsburgh lost to the Redskins. They're eleven and one with Kansas City. 
Looks like Kansas City, Pittsburgh fighting for that number one spot. Buffalo Bills coming behind them, nine and three, facing Pittsburgh this year Sunday night, eight twenty game on NBC. Now Buffalo clinches the playoff berth. What if Buffalo wins? You need yeah. a Baltimore loss. You need a Miami loss. Yeah, um, I mean, you need a, a um, what do you call it? a Raiders loss? No, no, you no, need no, a New England loss, that. a tie. I'm just saying that's what Buffalo needs that. to clinch being nine and three. They need a Vegas. You need a Buffalo win, and then you have to have Baltimore got to lose, Miami has to lose, Vegas has to lose, and New England has to lose for Buffalo to clinch this week. You need all four of them teams to take a bullet. Really? Because all they got to do is win what one more, and they win the division. Oh no, two more. They win the division. Yeah, I'm. You know, you. Yeah, I mean, we're still in week 14, and, you know, and, and, like, a lot of people laugh at the Patriots, but I think the Patriots have a good chance to go the next few games. You know, the teams they're playing are not that great. They got the Rams, they got got Buffalo, they got Miami, and they got the Jets. So, their their next three opponents are going to be tough. I'll give them Buffalo, right? I don't know about that. I mean, Other than that, it looks like a... You know, that looks like they could run the table. You know, so I, I don't think they passed the Rams. I, I don't I, I think the Rams are gonna get at them. Uh the Ram the Rams are not a complete team, but they can they can hang with almost anybody. Uh I don't think New England can win a shootout with uh with the Rams. You got uh that good defensive line for the Rams and they may come right at you and say, Hey, we're gonna beat us with your arm. Now the Steelers, funny as it being eleven and one, they haven't clinched yet. What do the Steelers need? They need to win. They need Cleveland to lose, um, a Pittsburgh win, or a tie, or Las Vegas to lose again, uh, or a tie, or Miami to lose, or a tie, or Tennessee to lose. So Pittsburgh even at eleven and one, it don't look like they might clinch this week <laughs> with all them different possibilities that we need. Um, yeah, well, Pittsburgh's going for their division. I know they get two more wins. Actually, they get one more win. They win their division because they got the tiebreaker over Cleveland, and they play Cleveland next week. So, you know, they can in the next two weeks they can clinch their division. But Cleveland always plays Pittsburgh tough. The last few years, that's been tough matchup. Cleveland and Pittsburgh every yeah. year. Well, this year uh, Pittsburgh made uh, Mayfield look like uh, he didn't belong in the NFL. And, and sometimes, you know, that, that happens. You get a team that just makes you look bad. So, you know, Cleveland right now is, high, you know, riding high. I mean, they were dominating last week, and then all of a sudden Tennessee came right back at them. So, you know, you know if they play Pittsburgh, there's nothing tells me that they're, they're going to beat Pittsburgh. So, I just Yeah, we'll definitely get back to that. Um, yeah. The New Orleans Saints, they clinched. You yeah, know, they won good their football. Division. Yeah, they're so playing some the good Packers. Looks. Packers are nine and three. They'll be playing Detroit with a fired coach, right? Five and seven. Yeah, that's right. They Matt Patricia is out, out the door. That'll be on Fox on a four twenty five game. Should have been a four twenty game. Would have been way better. Yeah. But <laughs> Green Bay clinches the <laughs> NFC North Division title with what? Green Bay has to win. Minnesota has to lose or a tie. Green Bay has to tie or a Minnesota loss. Green Bay clinches the playoff berth with. A Green Bay win, an Arizona loss or a tie, um, another win with um, the LA Rams losing. They need Seattle to win or tie. 
and they definitely they need the Arizona to lose uh, for Green Bay to clinch a playoff, and or they need a Seattle win and an Arizona tie. Um, not many ties happen in the NFL. Nah, just a, there's a couple that come. It's you know one wants a tie. No one wants a tie. Get a win or a loser. The Philadelphia Eagles, man, are they a team that just screwed everything? Up? Yeah. They went from a team with potential to three and eight. I mean, that whole NFC least. I'll call them the NFC least because <laughs> they're the least division in the NFL. Like they are all horrible. Yeah, I think the Giants are winning, right? They're they're leading the uh, the pack over there. Um, but I, I mean, Philly struggling, Dallas. I, I mean, you lose your starting quarterback. Okay, I get it, but you still got Andy Dalton, who's a good backup. He was a starter at Cincinnati. You still have the weapons. You, you know, you still have Cooper. You still have Liam. You still have Zeke. You, you know, you still got a good big offensive line. Uh, you know what's going on. <laughs> Miami coach went on record saying, I wish we could have had 14 defenders when we played the Chiefs. <laughs> How bad of a statement. That's almost as bad from, you know, kings to servants. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> you know, but how bad of, of a statement is that? Like, yo, we couldn't beat them. If we cheated, <laughs> that's you know that's that's compliment to what Kansas City's doing. I mean, they're, I mean, think about it. During COVID, doing everything that that happened, they turned around and their passing attack seems like it hasn't missed a beat. No, you're absolutely right. Oh, you look at Brian, Brian Flores. I think doing very good putting the Dolphins in an eight and four position, a good position. To make the postseason, but Miami also has to finish strong, right? They're in the final month. They got a Sunday meeting with with uh, Kansas City Chiefs, who are tied at the top of the conference with Pittsburgh at eleven and one. You know, is it a tough task for them? A three win difference? I mean, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's, I mean, you look at Miami's defense; they rank what second in points allowed per game. They, you know, they were good. Uh, their defense wasn't, you know, it was pretty good. They had some good games and then a couple of injuries, and next thing you know, forget about it. Now, you hear this all the time. Ex-Patriot coach has plenty of experience running into the likes of Patrick Mahomes because he was the D.C. where? In New England. Uh, his Patriots went toe-to-toe with Mahomes. But when you're a coach in New England, except for Josh McDaniels, I think you just, especially on defense, you're just holding the freaking clipboard. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure they're doing something, but, you know, I think the people, a lot of people make the same mistake. You know, it, it's on Bill Belichick, uh, his coaching staff, so they think they're getting a Bill Belichick, and that's just not the case. You know, he has, you know, Coach Belichick has a certain – way of doing things that's very successful for him and uh well we don't know if it was all him or brady what a lot of people don't mention when they talk to patriot is the name ernie adams now a lot of people don't even know who ernie adams is right do you i i do not know who ernie adams is belichick's right hand man he's the guy that sits up in the booth He's the guy that breaks the film 
down. The guy is a football god. Um, he sees things in people. He breaks plays down. He does all the research on teams that play in. Like Ernie Adams is a big reason of New England Patriots success. And because he's behind the scenes, he's a geek, an old man, glasses. But this guy could look at a formation and like break it down like Tom Brady used to. Like so. I think that he's also deserves a lot of credit to Belichick's longevity and they've been together since the Giants. You know, they've been together for, for a very long time. And for people not a football guy like 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 you, for instance, you know, it just proves that, you know, some people don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, there there's a lot of things that go on that no one knows about on, on any staff. It doesn't matter if you're high school, college, the NFL, there's the small ingredients uh, to a program to make it successful. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm fortunate to have a big coaching staff um, and they all bring their own philosophy, so to speak, into, into what they do as far as handling their position. I'm sure it's the same way, uh, a little bit more advanced in the NFL, but I'm pretty sure the concept is the, is the same. You know, I like for instance on an offensive day. You know, I have the quarterbacks, I have an offensive uh, offensive line coach, I have a halfback coach, I have two split end coaches. So you know, that's the small things that a lot of people don't understand of what goes on in practice, and I'm sure it's even more more so in the NFL. Joe Judge with the Giants, are they going to stay with him? Or are they going to jump back to? Well, Daniel Jones really he can't he can return with a hamstring injury versus Arizona. Um, are they going to go with Daniel Jones or the Giant or Joe Judge? Is Joe Judge optimistic about Daniel Jones? Do you think he can return? Uh, you know, you want to stay with stability. Um, you lose your best. You lose one of the best running backs in the league. Your quarterback has done good things for you. He gets hurt, but you know you need you need stability in the NFL. So. You know, maybe, maybe you stay with them. It's tough. That's a tough decision to. They're to saying make. Jones has a good chance to actually to to play this weekend. They actually took Jones over the kid that that the Redskins ended up grabbing, which a lot of people say. What is it that um I can't even think of his name right now. But the kid the Redskins grab as quarterback, and people in the first year, like I always say that you know some people say oh that player wasn't ready, and it's like well you're in the NFL, you should be ready. Um. But first year quarterbacks, it's tough for them in the NFL. Oh, it, it's it's you know it's not easy. Uh, you're talking about Haskins, right? From yeah, when they Haskins, yeah, yeah when which well, Giants was eyeing Haskins all the off season leading up to that draft, and then a lot of people were surprised at the last minute they pulled it. They they took Daniel Jones over Haskins. You know, it's a hit and miss. You know, when you're going to pay a quarterback a lot of money and give him the keys to the Ferrari. You know, there's the, you, you can't miss. And no, more out of, more out of, uh, more times, a lot of teams miss. So, you know. You know, the, the starting quarterback, the starting quarterback was, was stuffed, um, a hamstring in week 12 over, over Cincinnati, um. But I said they held out for putting Jones in the victory over Seattle. Colt McCoy was steady in this year. I can't believe Colt McCoy is actually still I like hanging him. around I the li- NFL. I like him. I like him as a quarterback. I know he's not a top-tier quarterback, but 
he seems to always be prepared to, to play football. So I, I, I like his story. Um, you know, I, I wish him the best, and hopefully he he can continue to, to, to play. But I think his starting days are over. But he um, he hangs in there and he plays football. So you can't get can't be mad about that. Seven available playoff spots. We know that the Chiefs are locked right now with the number one. The, the Saints are locked with the number one in the hunt. We got the Steelers, the Bills on the AFC side. The other side, you got the Packers and the Rams. Um, but the Bills are in it. The Titans are very much in it, falling down one game this week. The Chargers are very much in it. The Dolphins, the Colts. The Colts play the Raiders this week, don't they? On week 14, 75 Raiders going against. Yeah, that's going to be um, that's gonna be huge right there. That's a big game for the Raiders. If the Raiders want to make a playoff push, they have to win this game. They have to be. Because you're on the bubble at number eight right now. I think you're sitting five. on the bubble. Yes. Yeah, you got five. the Ravens. Yeah, you got the Ravens right behind you at, at seven and five as well. Yeah. Um, and then you got the Pats sitting um at six and six. Um, and that's why I I think these these last three Patriot games are uh, could really rock things a little bit in you know with with the bubble picture. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at New England right now, you know I know that you're, you're a fan, but I mean they got the Rams. That's gonna be a tough game. Say say the Rams pull it out. Then you've got Miami and Buffalo, two two teams, especially Miami, late in the season, down in Miami. New England does struggle there. Uh, so it, it, it's really going to be tough. And Buffalo's playing some good football. You know, How are the Jets still on the bubble? On the bubble of, of winning one game, that's about it. it just... Well, when you look at the playoff picture on, on NFL.com, you know, the Jets are sitting at, at number 16, but it says that. They're still on the bubble no. for a playoff spot. They're not. They're not. They can't make it. They're, that's wrong. They're out of there. Just like the Cowboys being three and nine, they're on the bubble as well, going up against the Bengals this week. The Jets play the Seahawks, you know, which I don't think they'll have a prayer well, against the, Cow- the Seahawks. Well, the Cowboys can win their division. All they got to do is win the next three games, and everybody else lose. And they win their division. So um, yeah, because if you look the um, from ten spot down, you got forty nine ers eleven. You got the Redskins sitting at the Redskins are uh, the Redskins are the highest team outside the Giants. Um, so they have a better chance than the Eagles or the Cowboys right now. You got three and nine Cowboys, three and eight, and then you got Washington sitting at five and seven. They're actually second in the NFC East right now, behind the Giants. So. Yeah, I, I like well, you the got Giants. Few... I like the Giants. You know, I like the Giants in that division. I mean, Cowboys obviously on paper they're the most athletic and you know good team, but they're just not performing on the field. So the Giants are finding ways to win. Same Tampa Bay. A lot of people pick Tampa Bay. They're sitting number six in the hunt. You know, going up against the Vikings, and the Vikings are six and six right now, second in the NFC yeah. North. They're gonna, you know, they play the seven and five Buccaneers. So. Up to- yeah, I think um, Tampa Bay needs to win. If they, I mean, that's what you need to do. You need to win this game, and then you're in. Because you can figure, look, look who's going to be in the playoff. You're not going to win your division. Between the Rams and Seattle, are going to win that division. Green Bay's going to win that division. Between the Jets, I mean, the Giants and Washington, they're winning that division. So you beat the Vikings, you're, you're two games up with three games left. So you should be able to handle that. Because they said I followed so many people already. I don't know. You have to go on some kind of. Uh... 
right, Coach. It's getting a little loud in here, so I'll have to end this. Um, We'll definitely talk soon, man. All right. Nice talking to you again, Mike. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode, man. Please help me continue more episodes and make a small donation, man. Not only donations support future episodes, they also go into my youth sports teams, equipment, things that they may need, um, donations to maybe, you know, a player that, that may need some financial help, you know, um, whether it's payments for the league, whether it's helping them with physical. So make a donation at Can We Keep It Real? Use the cash app. We're going to get into this quick episode. It's only like a minute and a half. 